Welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with me, your host, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out-of-this-world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I am so excited to have my good friend Lee on. Lee is a psychic medium, angel communicator, and intuitive empowerment guide who has used his gifts over the past nine years to help others find closure, peace, and a sense of empowerment within. Welcome, Lee. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very yeah. excited. So good to be here. And um, so today is a special day. It's the 222-22 portal on a Tuesday. <laughs> yes, which I love, by the way. That is, and we're live my time at least at 2 p.m. So yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Oh. 9 a.m. where I am, but yeah, we're um, yeah. When you noticed that it was going to be 2 p.m. your time with all the twos. Magic's gonna happen today. <laughs> I think so too. I think yeah. so too. It's awesome. Are you doing anything special for the portal day? I am. I don't know. I haven't really decided. I was gonna say I'm not, but there's still room to do things. Maybe, maybe writing a little bit. I write all the time though, so maybe, maybe like manifestation or something. I don't know. Something fun is what keeps coming to me. Like do something fun. So yeah. Yeah. Well, we tonight, we are um, gathering with a group of our friends that um, have some connection to the galactic realm. And yeah. we're doing a special um, calling in the galactics. Oh, cool. A new, um, something new to me anyway. Um, so, so a lot of people have heard of the CE5 protocol by Dr. Mm -hmm. Stephen Greer. Well, there's now something called the CE6 protocol that someone came up with that's a little bit different. And so we're going to try that. Interesting. Tonight. I've never heard of that one. I've heard so, of the CE5, but yeah, be so interesting. we'll see how that goes. So tell me how and when did you determine that you were a psychic medium? Like, have you, <laughs> have you always known this or was it something that no. came to you in adulthood? Like, tell me about that. A little bit of both, actually. Um, so just a quick kind of backstory, I guess, when I was growing up and all of that, I always knew there was something a little bit different about the way I experienced things. And I never could pinpoint it or really put my finger on it. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that was kind of was present within me where it just seemed like I experienced things a little differently than everyone around me. Um, I when I was a teenager, I uh, connected strongly to the term psychic. That's like the only word that I really had to put to any of what I was experiencing. And as a teenager, I did, if anyone remembers like AIM, you know, the little instant messenger, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was big with like, when I was a teenager, like people, you know, it was kind of like our texting, but we'd go on AIM. But I do little like AIM readings for like friends of mine who I knew were open and Mm -hmm. I didn't know it at the time, but looking back, I was absolutely connecting with deceased loved ones, but I thought I was just pulling information from them psychically. Uh, and it wasn't until I was, I want to say 21, it, I wavered between 20 or 21, but it was one of those that I had this experience. Um, I feel like it was more 21, but I had this experience where um, I had been trying to take a nap actually at one point and I was out the night before with a few friends and it was like a weekend and I just had this really strong sensation um, that my friend's uncle who I had never met was trying to come through to me I don't really know how I knew I just knew it was this overwhelming sensation um, 
and of course there's a part of me that was like just go to sleep like what do you this is you know stop um but it was just like every cell in in my body knew and so i actually ended up calling her and i'm like listen this is going to sound weird uh we had never talked about it before and what happened is her uncle actually ended up bringing through her grandmother who i had also never met who had recently passed and what really just sold me on the whole thing was we were on the phone so i couldn't physically see her but I was explaining things she was doing in the moment in memory of her grandmother. And all these things that I just couldn't possibly logically know came through, like, you know, who was in the hospital room, who wouldn't go in the hospital room, and they were standing out in the hall, and all these things that were never discussed or anything. So after that, like, there was really no other explanation for me. I was like, oh, okay, like, this makes sense. You know, I'm a medium. Something you were actually seeing in your mind or... Yeah, yeah. So I receive a lot, if anyone's familiar with the Claire's, um, I work a lot through claircognizance and also clairvoyance. So I do get like images in my head um, of certain things. They're like very, I describe them as like almost like impressionist paintings where it's like less about the detail, but I know what it is. It, it's, you know, if, it could be like a silhouette of a man or something, but I know that it's a man. Um, so I receive it that way, sometimes through like clear audience and things of that nature. Um, but I would say those are like my main two, but I've experienced all of them as well. Yeah. Okay. So now I guess when you're working with people, um, so someone comes to you, right. And yeah. typically like, who's your normal client? I know I'm not the normal yeah. client. So what I'm <laughs> Who's your normal client? You're such a fun client, though. Um, so um, I, I noticed that I attract, especially nowadays, a lot of empaths and a lot of empaths that maybe don't actually know how to navigate through that nature. Um, and as I say, as empaths, because I definitely am one as well. Uh, I think we do navigate the world a little differently. And I've even been told by spirit that our nervous systems even work a little differently because we're allowing so much energy in all the time. Um, so I noticed that, especially lately, um, spirit, I feel like has been pulling me in that direction. I do get people too, obviously, who are just, you know, uh, wanting to talk to deceased loved ones and loved ones who have transitioned. And sometimes, you know, they're in deep grief. Sometimes it's 20 years ago and there's been healing that's taken place. But I would say the majority now is people who are very sensitive, very intuitive and very empathic who really maybe don't know what to do with that, um, which I love too, because I, I love working with with those people. So, yeah. Well, so, okay. So someone comes to you and maybe they do want to connect to one of their deceased loved ones. Mm -hmm. So how do you make that happen? Or is it guaranteed? I mean, like, how it's do you know to show up? It's not guaranteed. I, I do tell people that, you know, yeah. I, I don't really control what information comes forward or, or who steps forward. I always put it in the hands of spirit though. You know, get, I'll always say a mantra beforehand that includes like, give me the information that's for everyone's highest, greatest good. Um, so, you know, uh, it's not guaranteed that, you know, dad or mom or whoever is gonna step forward. Um, but really what happens is that I'll sit down and I'll start to scribble a little bit. I like to draw like just circles over and over. It's just something uh, a bit more tangible, I guess that, you know, I can focus in on. And I just wait, you know, I'll kind of put an invitation out and I'll be like, all right, who's here, you know? And um, I'll, the first thing I usually get a sense of is, I don't know how to describe it, but it feels like somebody's stepping forward. Um, and then I'll, I'll usually get a sense of like gender or, you know, is this male or female? Um, and yeah, and I will say too that 
I've had very, very few times where nothing comes forward at all. Like I can count on my fingers in the years that I've been doing this. So it's not guaranteed, but it's really rare that nothing does come forward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So you've got the energy or the vision of the deceased loved one, but then we'll jump into when you and I worked together for the first time, you know, <laughs> I, there, there isn't really anyone in my life that really, I guess, wants to come in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that many like close past loved ones. Right. Um, I know there was just one, which was Skip's mother. And that was very interesting. Yeah. But yeah. then, so her, so Anita coming through and then, um, and then we had some galactic stuff coming through and yeah. that was new for you. That was very new for me. That was the first time. Yeah. Great. yeah. And tell me what that experience was like. How is it different than a dead person? <laughs> um, yeah, good question. Um, you know, it didn't feel too much different, to be honest. I received the information in the same way. It was, you know, kind of pictures in my head. And um, and I will be honest, at first, I'm like, am I, like, making this up right now? You know, but you were resonating so deeply with it. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's trust it and let's go with it. Um, I will say the, the feeling of vibration, and that's the only way I know how to put that, feels a little different. Um, uh I don't really know how else to articulate that, but that when a deceased loved one comes forward, it's a certain feeling, which I describe as like a frequency or a vibration because everything is free. I mean, you know that, you know, everything is frequency and vibration. This maybe, if I had to try to describe it, it feels a little higher maybe, or um, just a bit more, yeah, I would say higher, I, I guess. And, and I don't mean that in like a hierarchical way of one's better than the other. It's just this feels like it, it's a little more fast vibrating, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like we talked about in class last night, um, we, you know, we call it dimensions, but densities might be a better term. And so, you know, and, but it, that is all about vibration, right? right. The amount of vibration. So some of the, um, the angels and the galactics are, you know, they're, residing in that higher density, that higher vibration than yeah. maybe the deceased loved one. They haven't risen to that level at that point. But you're yeah. right. No, it's not good or bad. Right. Just right. what the vibration is. Yeah. 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 So, um, is anyone are, is anyone here today? <laughs> um, and I'm not going to make you channel or anything unless you yeah, yeah. curious if any, anyone you know, it's interesting you asked because when I was talking, I felt a little ringing in my ear, but that can be a symbol for deceased loved ones as well. Like I get like, because I think it's it's my body trying to pick up and process the the vibration and the frequency. Mm -hmm. um, so I would go to venture, yes, to be honest, who or, or what exactly, I, I don't know at the moment, but it was a very distinct ringing in my right ear, which is usually my symbol for there's an energy entering. Okay. Um, so yeah. And it always comes into your right ear? Is that typically? Okay. Yeah, I think it's because my right side is just the dominant side, but sometimes I will have it in the other ear. Um, but typically the right, yeah. Okay, so now I know let's since this is connection to the cosmos, let's talk a little bit about the galactics that you now have had some interactions <laughs> with. Yeah. So we have the Arcturians, which sure. you and I both have a strong connection to. Yeah. Um, also the mantis beings I know have come to you and to me. Um, 
So can you explain how you know the difference maybe between a Mantine and the Arcturians? I usually get pictures, to be honest. Um, they'll show me a picture of like either blue for the Arcturians. Um, I'll get like a blue flash or an image of like a blue uh, being. Um, and then same thing with, you know, with all of them, actually, any sort of energy that's come through, it, it's a bit of a picture because um, I am very visual as well. So I think they'll, they understand that and, and they have to go through my reference. So it's, you know, if I am very visual, so they'll give me little pictures. Usually it is a bit of a different feeling sometimes as well. Um, since I am so new to it, I don't know if I can really always determine like, oh, this is, you know, this kind of vibration. So I think they help me out with some of the pictures that they send in. Yeah. Well, so when you see the mantis beans, do they look like praying mantis, the insects that we have are similar to that? I would say yes. Um, so again, like it kind of goes back to two, like it, it's more almost like an impressionist painting where it's less about the details and it's more like about, you know, it, it feels like a little blurry in my head. And, and that works just the way that my mind, I think, kind of processes things, but um, in the way it comes through. Um, but yeah, it's it's a image that I can distinctly know, like, oh, okay, it looks like, you know, like a praying mantis or, or something like that, that we would, you know, know of here. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's not like extremely detailed or anything, but I think that's where the clear cognizance kind of comes into where it's like, oh, I know what that is. And yeah, so that's, okay. that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And now I think one time you mentioned to me that you could hear some little clicking noise. Yeah. Well, <laughs> about that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I got a kick out of it. So I was watching actually um, before, this was before I had spoken to you, but I was watching um, an interview with another channeler uh, and I always forget her name. I think it's April something. April. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, and she was uh, channeling. Elizabeth. It's Elizabeth April. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew there was an April in there somewhere. So Elizabeth, April. but um, she was doing some channeling for the interviewer at the time. And he had asked a question of, um, you know, so do they have like a, besides telepathy, you know, is there like a language or anything like that? And I actually paused the video and I was like, I wonder if I can like pick up on any, you know, like, what is she going to say? Like, what's, you know, can someone give me a, an impression of if there's like a language or, and I didn't know if it would be yes or no or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just distinctly felt like there was an energy that came in that started clicking. And I'm like, okay, I'm sure. Uh, you know, so I'm like, is it clicking? You know, I never really heard of that up until that point. Um and so I unpaused the video and she answered and she's like, oh, okay. They're telling me that they have a clicking. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so uh, first time kind of took me back a little bit where I was like, that's so interesting. But yeah, a distinct kind of like clicking um, language, I suppose. Yeah. You would call it a language. Yeah. Well, and um, you just mentioned telepathy. So my experience is that most of those higher dimensional beings are definitely using telepathy. Um, for communication right. rather than verbal, just because it's so much more efficient in getting a thought across because you right. can show a picture or, you know, present the the emotion and the picture, the whole story behind whatever it is they're trying to communicate. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. So um, now with your, like, 
we were talking um, about your cat and how you're able to communicate with your cat. So do you think that that kind of animal communication helps with that telepathy? I would say yes. I, I think it, it's also helped as well that like I've communicated with spirits and, you know, of, of um, deceased human loved ones and, and things of that nature um, and also spirit guides and stuff like that, which can actually be other energies as well. But as far as the animal communication, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think um, that's something that just always has felt very natural with my cat. Um, I always kind of, I joke, but I don't joke that she's very psychic, you know, and uh, we have this like strong connection where I'll, um, I'll think something in my head and I'll try to like tell her in my head and she'll respond to it in you know, real time, mm -hmm. um, which I, I think is just great. But um, I do think it helps. Yeah. Because it, it's just another way of kind of channeling that telepathic energy, really. Um, so I would say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, excellent. Okay, so another question um, about one of the experiences that you and I had together. So we had the Arcturians and we had um, also then the Galactic Federation. Okay, yeah. I remember yeah, that. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what was the difference, if you can remember, in the energy there? Mm -hmm. like? What, because the Galactic Federation is a bunch of different. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just curious if you can remember what you're experiencing with that. I do try to remember. Sometimes like I'll, I'll tell people this too when I do readings and stuff, the information comes in and then some of it just leaves me where I actually don't remember. Um, and I've sat down with people multiple times and they'll be like, you told me this a year ago. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, it, it leaves kind of when it needs to. But I would say from what I can remember, um, kind of like you just said, it was more a collection of, of different energies and it felt a bit more um, like what I would describe as like a collective kind of consciousness, which some of, you know, the other energies and stuff that have come through uh, do do that as well, where it's like a collective kind of consciousness, you know, you're maybe not just talking to the one energy, it's more, um, you know, like we have a collective consciousness that some of us who are very sensitive can tap into. Um, so I remember that. Uh, I do remember that it was, yeah, a bit more of, of a collection of, of energies. Um, that's really honestly all I can remember so much about that, but it, it just felt, I would say, more like a collection than, than anything. And it felt like different vibrations. I get like, I just knew somehow that like, oh, okay, there's like different, um, different types of frequencies and vibrations kind of going on in this group. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, and then we also had fairies come through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot about some of this, to be honest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got it all written down and memorized. <laughs> no, I love it. Cause once you say, it, I do remember. Yeah. But yes. Fairy energy. How is that different? Yeah. Um, it felt very like, I'm trying to find the word, uh, jubilant maybe, or, or very like um, playful and very, um, it was interesting too, because again, sometimes it's hard for me to put certain, some of these concepts into words because we have to use the words that we have here physically yeah. that we've kind of created that don't always fit exactly, or, you know, it's kind of hard to, to sort of navigate the language sometimes. Um, I feel like the, I'll take what you said earlier about the densities. Um, 
there may be in a bit like of a lower kind of density, like higher than maybe like a deceased loved one, but a lower density than maybe something like, um, you know, an Arcturian energy or something like that. Um, and it did feel, they felt more like um, earthy, I guess. It, it just felt more like, I, you know, connected to certain parts of, of this earth in certain ways um, in, in being having like a, a large presence, I guess, in that way. Mm -hmm. um, and not all energies that come through have that kind of signature to them. So it, it felt more, you know, they do care about the earth and they care about us and all of that, but not all of them have a, I think, huge presence here. It, it's almost like they're physically here, but not in a way that, I don't know how to put it. it it's like the closest thing to being maybe physically here. They're, they're kind of overlapping in some way and they share the space. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, yeah. because you know, as we talked about with the densities, the higher the vibration, if we are not vibrating at that higher vibration, then it looks invisible to us, even though it's right. there. And so yes. if we're able to raise that vibration to be at the same level where they are vibrating, then we can actually see them. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and next week we're gonna have Aaron Christine on to talk about fairies, so. Oh, I love that. Um, okay, the, the other one that came through, which I thought was super cool, was Goddess Pele. That's and, right. Yes. And you really had not experienced her before or didn't even really know who she was, right? No, not at all. Oh. Uh, and I have to laugh about it now because I'm like, you know, it's such an experience of like, what is happening? Um, and yeah. But in a good way, um, you know, nothing, nothing alarming at all about it. It was all very good feelings. But um, yes, it, so that would be an energy that I kind of would um, describe a bit more like, almost like how we see like archangels in some way where I tell people it doesn't, you know, with archangels specifically, like it doesn't necessarily have to be religious. If it is for someone, that's cool. Um, awesome. Um, but I find it's more like the essence, the energetic essence of what we know that archangel figure to be. It, it's sort of like a, um, I, I hope that makes sense. That's kind of, um, I'm trying to find the words to actually put to that, but I would just say the energetic essence of what we would know that kind of archangel to be like Archangel Michael we attribute certain things with that energy. And um, there's like a, a collective sort of thought around that. It was similar when um, when that came through on your end for um, Pele. Um, it was a bit more, it felt more like, more, yeah, I would just say more like an energetic essence of maybe what we would kind of know that energy to be and to, to look like or to feel like, if that makes sense. Okay. Well, and so you, you know, you live on the East Coast. You live in the I North. Do, I do, yeah. You've never been to Hawaii, right? Oh, no. I would love to go, but no, I have not. And so when she came through, it wasn't like you already were thinking, um, Pele lives here on the Big Island. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So, I mean, and, I, and I'm bringing this up because you truly are gifted. Oh, thank you. And so I want people to understand that you know, you are organically picking this stuff up, this energy and yeah. being like your description of her energy was so accurate with how mm -hmm. I experienced her and with how I know other people on island experience. Yeah. And, but you had no clue. No, 
Not, not even a little bit. I think I knew that it was a volcano, you know, that there was a volcano and that's the extent of it. It was, I didn't even know where to place it though. I actually did not know it was in Hawaii. I had no idea. Um, so it was really interesting when that came through. Um, and it's validating for me to hear you even say that, you know, like that it's very similar or very accurate to what you've experienced with that energy and what other people have experienced with that energy. Um, and I think that just goes back to like, there's an interconnected energetic web. Everything is connected in the universe. So we all have that ability. And for whatever reason, I can do it maybe easily at this point, but um, we all have that ability to tap into that kind of energetic web of, of connection. So yeah. well, that's, that's beautiful. And I, um, one of the reasons why I want to have these conversations with people like you and last week, April, is because you know, we, we see people sometimes like you, like, oh my God, you're, you know, you have these talents, but we all do have that ability. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of us just shut it down. And so yeah. we can open it back up. Right. I, I think a lot of it too, is that we're conditioned out of it a lot of the time. And, yeah. um, you know, and again, it's not like necessarily good or a bad thing. It just is the the environment we've created. Um, but I think there is a lot of conditioning out of it because ever since we're, and I tell this to empaths a lot as well, like, you know, since we're literal, we're, we're told these things of like, that's just your imagination. That's not real. That doesn't exist. And I think at a certain point, it just kind of shuts off. However, like you say, it's always still in us. So it's not something that ever is permanently deleted. You can't do that because it's a, a part of us. Um, so you can reawaken it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One another thing that you just said that I just I want to expand on is so we're surrounded by energy, right? That we can't see necessarily like all the time. We are immersed in it. And so for you, what has been beneficial in tapping into these higher energies? Oh, um, like all the, the energies that I've kind of, yeah. I would honestly say that love is the only thing that matters is, is what I've learned consistently throughout yeah. all of this. Um, and, and I'm the first one to say too, you know, and I do this with readings and, you know, whether it's transition loved ones or galactic beings, I'm not here to convert anyone on anything. You know, I'm not here to sell anything to anyone on ideas. So if something I'm saying doesn't resonate with someone, don't take it, you know, like just literally leave it. Um, and I'll tell people that constantly. And I, I will say too, if someone had even told me, you know, and I laugh about it now, but like two years ago that I would be talking to galactic energies, I would have nicely, but I would have been like, no, you're absolutely wrong. That's like not even in my realm of, knowing or, or anything like that. Um, so, but I, I think consist, so, you know, again, like if something's not resonating, like that's fine. Um, and if we boil it down, like regardless of anything else that I ever say to anyone, that's my point here, regardless of anything else, no matter what else you want to take, it's really that love is the only thing that we take with us, you know? And I think galactic energies and, and higher spirit energies and all of that understands that maybe a bit more. Um, we are in a bit more of a dense vibration where, you know, duality is very present um, in different ways. But really that love is the only thing that connects everybody. And that includes self-love because you are a facet of the divine. You are a facet of the universe. So you deserve that first and foremost as well. 
Um, but it is the one thing that cannot be taken away from us. It's the one thing that our soul is made up of. Like you are actually love, and it's so cool. Um, so if there's anything collectively I've learned from working with spirit and all of these energies and tapping into these energies, it's that. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, and, you know, I'm fully on that page with you. Yeah. The, um, you know, I've, the work that I have done throughout my life um, and being able to pull myself out of this, you know, ego, conscious ego of Lisa, when I can get out of that and really see things from a higher perspective or, you know, go to the void, we're all one. I mean, you can really see that in, in the duality doesn't exist in those higher realms at all. And as the Arcturians have shared um, to me and through you to me, it's all love and unity. Yeah. And that is, I think why um, my connection with them, I mean, I, you know, I, I am part of them yeah. and, and so, but that message just resonates so strongly with me. And so that's one of my missions is to really help spread that. And I love that you're doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it is amazing that they, you know, different energies of all sorts come through with that same message of, you know, love is really the only thing that matters. And, and I truly believe that there's just something in my soul that says a big yes to that. Um, and yeah, so it, it's incredible, really. It is. Yeah. So I know recently um, there were a couple people after one of our classes that we did that wanted you to call in the Galactic Spirit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, how did that go for you? Um, so I, I ended up doing one of the, the readings. Um, so there was the one person. Um, I think it went well. It, it was definitely, I mean, the person on the other end seemed to be very happy with it. So that's, you know, what matters to me as well. That, you know, so I know the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to say any names or it, but yes, you, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But someone close to you. Yep. Um, but she seemed very happy with it. And and I look for that too, you know, in any reading, like, did it seem like it really resonated with this person? And if yes, then, you know, I've done my job in that way. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think it went well. Um, it, it was a bit different, obviously, to what I'm typically used to, how I'm used to working. Um, she was, besides you, I think really the only other, yeah, besides you, the only other one-on-one -on -one session that I've really done uh, anything like that for. Um, but yeah, it, it went not completely different to what I'm used to, but yeah, I had to maybe work a little differently. Um, but I feel like it went well. She seemed happy again, and, and she was able to resonate with some of the things that I was, or a lot of the things I think that I was putting out there. So um, so that to me just says like, yeah, you know, you did your, your job in that way. Well, and that was a completely different group, a new group. Yeah, yeah. You. So it was the Pleiadians, correct? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> I describe that energy like walking into a room full of toddlers who are super excited about like getting ice cream or something. Um, just very, very joyful, very high vibrational. I will say that it it was almost a little difficult for my physical body to hold the, the vibration. And I did feel that a little bit. Um, not in a way that like it, it felt um, bad or anything like that, but it was definitely like 
you know, just a difference of frequency where they they do resonate, I think, in like this pure like joy. It's just, you know, <laughs> ecstasy all the time, which is, is great. I love it. Um, but yeah, that carries then a very high vibrate because joy is an extremely high vibration. It's one of the highest vibrations besides love that we have here. And I do think they go very, very closely, almost hand in hand. So, um, so it's a, it's a big vibration to kind of hold physically. Um, but yeah, it was fun though. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. So how it then your experience with the Pleiadians who are joy and then the Arcturians who are all about love energetically, mm-hmm. how does, how did, how does that feel different in your body as it's coming through? The Arcturians feel a bit more like angelic energies to me. Um, it feels like they maybe even uh, vibrate a bit higher than even someone like the Palladian Collective or the Palladians. Um, they feel just a bit more like pure peace and pure love and less physical density, I guess. Um, because I do think kind of, you know, like you've even described that when there are certain levels of densities. And as you kind of go up in density, you can be at a high vibrational state, but still carry some density to it. Um, you know, we just happen to be in, in a lower kind of density where everything's very physical because it needs to be. Um, I feel like the Palladians are, are a bit more, um, have a bit more of that density to them in comparison. Um, the Arcturians just feel very like very high, I, I don't know how to, but very almost like angelic type of energy, which to me is is a very high vibrational, like just existent in peace and love. Um, and the, the Palladians just have a bit more of that, yeah, I'll say density to them because it's not really necessarily physical, but it's a, a bit more um, of that. So if that makes sense, yeah. And I mean, from my understanding, all of the groups have they reside at all the different dimensions. And so it could be just that particular collective coming in for her was right. maybe like right. a 60 um, instead of maybe seven or 90. Right. Cause and yeah. Cause they can exist on different levels of, of that as well. So it very, I agree. You know, it could just be that uh, collective coming in for her. Yeah. So, okay. When you, when your description of the Palladians, kind of <laughs> me of your description of when we brought the dolphin energy in because we were talking about the dolphins yeah yeah so do you remember the dolphin how like how animal like obviously a dolphin is an animal but it's a highly spiritual animal right yeah and yeah um yes i do remember that uh a little bit now that you mentioned i had forgotten again until you said it but that was cool actually i enjoyed that um yeah, the dolphin energy, I remember it was very playful and very, which, you know, I know dolphins to be playful anyway, but that is what it felt like, you know, that they were very playful and very um, joyful. And I do agree that uh, they're a very spiritual animal. I'll go to venture to that really any animal you come across is spiritual because they don't have that same kind of conditioning and, and things like that that we do. They don't have anyone telling them like telepathy isn't real, you know, go back into your little cave over there. You know, it just doesn't work that way. So um, so they navigate their lives naturally experiencing these things and on this frequency. And I think that's why animals are very psychic and are very, you know, they, they see energies and they experience different energies. Um, but yeah, I do remember the dolphin energy feeling, um, very, uh, joyous and very like, um, 
just playful and holding like a lot of wisdom. It felt like, like, I felt like, you know, if we really tapped into that, we could learn a lot from watching them and observing them and which I'm sure we have in some way as well. But um, yeah. yeah, I feel like we could learn a lot I, from most animals, to be honest, but that's what I remember of, of them. Yeah. Yeah. I get, yeah. Former zoologist, marine biologist yeah. here. Animals yeah. are amazing. And I mean, I think, you know, and maybe a, a lot of people watching me know, uh, manta rays are my number one spirit animal, but they, um, they are truly higher dimensional beings as well. And yeah. Yeah. one of my friends was visiting Island and did the night manta snorkel. And she told me um, about her experience and she's like, they are fully 90. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. she corroborated that for me. And, um, you know, we think of it's just a fish, you know, it's a flat yeah. shark, but actually, you know, it's a highly evolved animal, a highly mm -hmm. spiritual animal with wisdom. And, and I think, like you just said, um, animals, all animals have yeah. wisdom that we can gain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of my like bucket list items is to meet a manta ray in person. So um, I yeah, come visit here. <laughs> yeah, yes, seriously. And I'll do that because they, they seem very highly interesting to me and very like, very peaceful type feeling to them. So I love that, that um, you connect so strongly with them. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really are peaceful and just watching them. It's like, it's like a meditation. Yeah. Yeah. I believe yeah. it. Okay. So tell me what, like, what do you see yourself doing moving forward? Cause I know that you're kind of expanding. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. Um, you know, I don't know, to be honest. I, I don't really know if I have a solid answer to that question. Um, I, I know absolutely because I, I do have a love in my heart for connecting people with their transition loved ones. You know, I mean, that's what I started doing. I absolutely want to keep continuing to do that moving forward. Um, and, you know, even supplying, you know, what I would call evidence or, or validations for, you know, the people who maybe really need that too, like that their loved ones are still here and they haven't gone anywhere, you know, I, I mean, physically they've transitioned, but they're still here. Um, I'd be curious though to see if, you know, spirit kind of takes me into some of this other realm of, of things. Um, well, I think it already has. <laughs> yeah, I know, seriously. Yeah. Welcome um, <laughs> Welcome. Uh, thank you. Um, so I don't know if there's like, you know, I, I can't say for sure right now, but like channeling and so which I kind of, you know, what I do, I think is kind of channeling anyway, like you can channel a transition loved one too. Um, so, uh, but maybe channeling more of like a galactic um, collective or, or something like that. I'm not really sure, but I do know that I, you know, again, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but the one thing that I always just want to get through in my work is that, again, love is is everything, you know? So as long as I'm spreading that message in some way, or I'm helping to spread and support that message, um, then I know I'm in the right place, really. Yeah. Um, I would love for you to talk just a little bit more about how the deceased loved ones are still present, because I think a lot of people... Yeah are, um, you know, we have some people that have experienced that here, but we probably also have people watching that 
they think, okay, no, they're just dead or maybe they've gone to heaven or, you know, right. Or so, related, so they can't be here. <laughs> so whatever. Right. Yeah. I, I do. And, and it's normal too. I, I come across a lot of people with questions about that where it's like, well, how can you talk to them if they're with me at the same time? And so when we cross, you know, I'm talking to the soul first of all. So the soul has the infinite ability to be in different places at once and, and all of this. Um, but they're, they're not physically here, obviously, but they, they've transitioned to um, typically, if I had to define it, you know, like a fourth kind of maybe fifth dimension of things. Um, and again, the human brain kind of likes to categorize things and be like, this is this dimension, you know, so they're, they're here in the way though, that they see what's going on in our lives still, you know, when, when we talk to them in our head or we call upon them, I just saw a little flash of light actually over there. So um, someone might be joining, but uh, you know, when, when um, we invite them into our space or we're doing things in honor of them, they're constantly aware of that. I mean, I just had a reading actually yesterday where um, the girl's mother had died when she was pretty young and her mom's spirit was coming through with all these validating things that were going on in her life now to validate that like, I still am here and I still see you and I saw you graduate and I saw you with this and I saw, you know, all of the things that came through that again, her mom would have passed way before, you know, any of this had come up. Um, but just to really, you know, say like, I still know what's going on in your life and I still feel you. Um, and I will say they are uh, empathic on the other side. So they they can feel our emotions and hear our thoughts and things like that. Not in like a creepy way, you know, but like uh, in, in a way of like um, that, they know what we're feeling and they want us to be happy and they want us to live. I mean, that's a message I get so often is that like, you know, release all the fear and release all the guilt and just live life as your most fulfilled self because they're fine on the other side, like, you know, across the veil, heaven, whatever word someone wants to put to that in another dimension. Um, and not, you know, when I say other dimension, it's not in a way that they can't get to us or anything like they're still very present, but whatever word someone has for that, they're fine over there. You know, they're, they're living their best spirit life and, and they're at peace. Um, so really, you know, it comes through so much that like, you know, just live your life here while you're physically here to the fullest as your most empowered self. Cause that's really what they want. They're spending their time trying to help us a lot of the time. So, um, but yeah, there's so, I mean, all of the, what I would call evidence and validation that I've gotten throughout the years, um, of that fact that they are still right here with us. It's undeniable, um, just completely undeniable. So um, yeah, so I, they're, they know what's going on. They're here for us and, and they're here for it, you know? Well, and just something um, to that point, because so when we had our session, you know, again, the only one that came through that was a deceased loved one, because everyone else was, you know, the goddess Pele and <laughs> all that. Um, was Skip's mom, my husband's mom. She yeah. died when he was 23. I never met her, yeah. you know, person. She's never met my children, but yeah. yet she had information like for me and was supporting, supportive and just had validation about my son and yeah. details about him, like just loving him. And so, yeah. I mean, so there really, there is no time or space. And so anyway, I just, I thought that that was very interesting because again, I have never met her yeah. and the description that you had of her 
um, was pretty much how Skip has described her to me. So that, yeah. that's... <laughs> yeah, which which I do ask Deceased Loveland and Galactic and whoever's coming forward, I will ask, please give me validation that I know that I have this soul and that the other person does as well. Because my left side brain really likes that, you know, um, it likes that kind of validation. I do like to know that I have the, the right soul as well. Um, and again, some people might need that a bit more than others where they're kind of on the fence. And it's like, you know, did my mom really go on or is she just non-existent anymore you know so by giving things that you know people wouldn't that i wouldn't have any idea of that you know you can't google or anything like that um that really resonates for some people um it's funny though because uh skip's mom actually she entered earlier when we were talking uh and yeah she's i don't know if this came through at first but she's a very big fan of your like she loves you it's just like this feeling of like let her know that i'm like so fond of her so i don't know she's <laughs> she's very approving of you <laughs> Yeah, you know, as she should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, she loves it. Yeah. So, and one one thing that I just want to share is um, several years ago, I was leading a past life regression workshop, and um, and Skip actually attended it, and I guided people to meet their spirit guide. Well, his mom showed up as his spirit guide, but yeah. he was someone who he was like, "I'm just making this up." But I also had the spirit guide give them a gift. And so she gave him this crystal owl, um, a Swarovski crystal owl. And it was something that she had, when she was alive, she worked at that store and got him an owl. And, and, but he had lost it. And so I, for Christmas, wanted to get him the owl, but I didn't know which one it was. And so I actually asked her to help me pick out the right crystal yeah. for him. There were lots of different styles. And so I picked one out and I'm like, okay, you know, that's <laughs> what I would have picked, but okay, I'm picking right. one and I gave it to him and he was just like, oh my God, you know, that's, that's the owl. <laughs> that's awesome. And it's, it's things like that too, you know, like that's validating in and of itself because there are different types and different models and you asked, you know, lead me to the right one. And she did, you know, yeah. so um, I love that though. And I, I think it, goes to show your sensitivity as well that you can kind of tune right into that and and receive that message as well but that's awesome i love stories like that it's, yeah. it's great so can you give people advice if they want to connect with their deceased yeah. loved ones or you know other dimensionals like is some what kind of practice maybe or how, how can they start opening themselves up yeah um so I, I think it depends on the person um, as well, because some of us are extremely intuitive just by nature. And some of us, I describe it like playing an instrument. Like some people sit down to play the piano and they just get it right away. It's like, oh, this makes total complete sense to me. Um, and then some people, they can still do it, but they might have to work a little bit to kind of, you know, learn the notes and learn kind of what's going on. And I'll tell people too, if you've spent a whole lifetime being really shut off to your intuition and, and uh, you know, connecting to a higher consciousness and all of that, yeah, there might be some kind of little bumps along the way, um, but we all do have the ability. So I'll say that. So just be aware that we all have that ability within us. Um, if you're someone that I, I think is is naturally highly intuitive and, and you know that about yourself or very empathic chances are you might have a bit of an easier time to start with connecting so that, I mean, I would recommend 
to everyone too, you know, things like meditation or kind of sitting in the silence. Um, being creative, I, I think, is another one. Um, you know, I think when we're creative, if that resonates with somebody, um, that really opens up a part of our brain somewhere um, that feels very similar to me of like when images kind of come through and stuff like that. So um, being imaginative and being creative, really. Um, but yeah, if you're someone that feels like which might not be some of the people watching, to be honest, but if by chance there there is, um, you know, someone that's like, I don't know, I just like feel like I'm not very intuitive or whatever it is, I would absolutely start with something like meditation or trying to connect in some way like that, um, whether it's like a guided meditation or, um, and then also like having a record too of like those things that kind of happen, maybe you ask for a sign or something like that from your spirit guides or, you know, like you were talking about like a gift or, or whatever it is, write it down, the things that work out and, and keep a log because it's really a, it's something uh, very physical that we can go back to and look at and be like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, all of these different times, like this really has worked out. I can't be making up all of these times in my head. Um, so yeah, I think it is different for for everybody, but I would I would suggest really drawing your awareness to the intention too that you want to, you know. And then uh, what I'm hearing now, actually, from my own guides, is like getting rid of some of that resistance a little bit and and opening up to you know because I, I think where people get stuck sometimes too is they'll go into it and then maybe the perceived outcome that they wanted didn't happen or they didn't get that sign that they felt like they wanted. And then they're like, oh, I'm making all this up. Like this doesn't work. So know that that just happens sometimes and why, you know, doesn't really matter. It just happens and continue to ask, continue to ask in a different way, um, you know, if need be. And just sit with that and then kind of let go of some of the resistance. Pretend, imagine if you're someone that's kind of like on the fence about it, that like, this is real, you know, like, or, or at least get yourself to maybe be in that space of like, this really could be real, you know, because uh, that's how we start to open up. Um, so yeah, whatever really resonates with someone though, whether it's meditation or any other sort of practices, but um, yeah. And again, I think it depends on where someone is in their journey as well, but um, I, I would start there. So <laughs> I know that was a lot of information, but yeah, uh, no, and, um, you know, just that intention, I, I yeah. agree. intention yeah. is everything. Yeah. And the belief, right? Right. Just the, the yeah, the intention of like, this is what I, I am aiming for. This is what I want to see. This is what I want to create in my reality. Um, and and the open it, because my guides keep talking about openness. Um, they always love to join when I'm doing things like this. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> they they just keep talking about openness because I do think, and it makes sense to me that a lot of people get stuck with some of the resistances to it or like, you know, I'm not getting signs or, you know, whatever it might be, or I'm not intuitive because that thing that I thought I intuited didn't work out or, you know, remember that it does take some practice sometimes, um, especially if you're very new to it and that the, the human consciousness can get tangled up in that. So it does take some work to discern like what is actually even my intuition, you know, like what does that feel like as opposed to what is my own human kind of ego or consciousness or whatever you want to call that. What does that feel like? Um, and just don't get discouraged. Just keep trying it. And, and magical things happen. I promise, you know, just, they really do. Um, yeah. yeah. 
one, I would say definitely the practicing. Um, when I was in the spiritual school that I was a part of for many years, we would practice things of um, like intuiting colors and symbols and sending yeah. that forth to each other. And even like with a card deck of being able to know what card and what suit was yeah. out there. And then, um, so I practiced that and I got really good at it for a while, but then I <laughs> left and didn't do it. And so, I mean, it, it's still there, you know, yeah. but I, it, it was something that because I wasn't doing it regularly, it just kind of fell to the wayside, like, you know, right. filed in the back of the file. Yeah. It's, it's almost like I'll describe it as like a muscle, you know, if we're working out and we build that muscle, but then easily if we're not working out and not building that muscle, it, you know, isn't as defined or, or whatever it is. Um, it's funny you say that because I was actually doing that exercise with a friend of mine over uh, Facebook Messenger recently about like she was trying to send me an image and it's really fun. Like she was sending me starburst, I guess. And, but she kept like sending me like an exploding kind of star and I kept seeing a star in my head and I'm like, I don't know, like, is it like a star? And it's just those moments still even for me that are like, oh my God, that's so cool, you know, that I can actually pick that up. So yeah, if you're open to doing things like that, I highly suggest it because not only is it helpful, but it's fun. It's really like, you'll surprise yourself sometimes. And I have a great time with it still. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, excellent. Well, do you have any, you or your guides have any last parting words of wisdom or experiences that you want to share? Yeah. Um, maybe I can ask them if they want to share. I mean, I feel like they always come in and support me, so why not? Uh, and, and they usually have some wisdom about them. Um, okay. Sometimes I'm actually just going to get this piece of paper because sometimes I just like to scribble a little bit when I'm doing anything like this. Um, I just keep hearing, okay. So yeah, I just keep hearing like, let everyone know that they're loved beyond what their imagination, or I won't even say imagination, they stop me at that word, but like what their human consciousness I'll say, or their wounded ego or whatever it is, um, is able to even fathom. Um, and they keep drawing me back to what I said earlier about like love being the connection to everything. But knowing that because you, and I said something similar to this earlier, but they, again, keep kind of cycling me back there, that because you are a facet of the divine in the entire universe or God or whatever word that somebody has for that, you are that, you are part of that source of love. So know that you are love and you are loved is, is what I just heard as well. Um, uh, much more uh, beyond what we can even conceive on a human level. Um, and that, yeah, just to 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 hold on to that really is, I think, like the message there, which I love. I'm all about that. So, um, so yeah, you you were you were loved, and you were love is is really what what I feel like I want to get across, which is yeah. nice. Beautiful, excellent. So, how can people work with you? Yeah, um, so I'm still working on the website. For those of who follow me, they'll probably laugh because I'm, I've been working on it for a little while. But um, so right now I have uh, Facebook. Um, you can find me on um, it's facebook.com slash Lee the Medium, or you can just look up Psychic Medium Lee Walzak, uh, which my name I think is spelled down here as well. W A L C Z A K. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, it's an interesting one. Uh, or um, if you prefer like email, you can email me too at Lee uh, Walzak. So my name and then uh, the word vitality at gmail.com. So V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y. So my name, vitality at gmail.com. Um, and yeah. Okay. And so for people who are like, okay, how do I work? So we know where to find you. Okay. So yeah. People, so if they want to connect with a deceased loved one or they just want to get some psychic information from you, like, yeah, what kinds of sessions? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I do like the mediumship sessions, obviously. And um, I do intuitive guidance sessions as well, where, um, you know, I just kind of connect with somebody else's spirit team and what they kind of have to say. And if someone has any specific questions, they don't need questions. I can kind of just go um, like a free flow intuitively. And again, with those, everyone seems to always get exactly what they need. So, um, so I, I just call it like an intuitive guidance session. Um, and I don't, I don't offer necessarily, I will say that like the galactic sessions as of yet, if someone really wanted to explore that, like I'd be open to a conversation about it. Um, so I'll put that out there, but it's not it's something that I'm, I'm officially, I guess, offering in that way yet. But if if someone like really wanted to uh, and wanted to contact me about that, we can have a conversation. Okay. Well, and sometimes they just show up like they did with me, right? Sometimes they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is true. So you know, you never know. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and one thing I just want to say for if if those of you watching are interested in working with Lee, so I have worked with you um, a few times and the information that has come through is brilliant. Oh, I do have to say that. And even um, one of the groups that we pulled through, cause I had questions about my experience when I was 15 and yeah. that was my group from IO. And, you know, so I was able to ask you questions and you were able to get those answers for me. And yeah. I do have a lot more questions for them too, but um, it was just highly validating and I, again, all of it, you know, we, we can know something intuitively or just like know it, but when someone else helps us um, get that validation, it right. just makes it stronger, I guess, our knowingness. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, why I think validation can be so important in these things, because um, it does strengthen that knowing in us already. So yeah, yeah beautiful. Yeah. So and thank you. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Thank you. So, okay. So definitely if you're interested in having a session with Lee, contact him um, on Facebook, Lee the Medium or Psychic Medium Lee Walzak. You can find him that way. And Lee, thank you so much for being here with me. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Me too. <laughs> thank you for having me. I This was great. Thank you so much. Bye. Okay. And um, thank you for those who are watching and I'll see you next time. Aloha.